Papa Jeff's America program is on the air. Anytime, any device. PapaJeffUSA.com. Radio Time from Houston, Texas, podcasting worldwide. We're the talk radio podcast that discusses the stuff and things that you want to talk about. Inspiring guests, insightful commentary, and what would a day be without Papa Jeff's classic old guy humor? We're the talk radio podcast, continuing the conversation one podcast at a time. So here's your host, the guy that has trouble seeing the big E on the eye chart, the guy that they say has a very unique sense of humor, and without a doubt, definitely the guy that has a face for radio. It's Papa Jeff. Welcome to Papa Jeff's America. Hey everybody, welcome to Papa Jeff's America. I'm Papa Jeff, and we are the talk radio podcast, continuing the conversation one podcast at a time. Today we're going to go behind the curtain, so to speak, with a real-life funeral director, Now, guys, don't go getting all scared and weirded out thinking that this is going to be a conversation that you won't be able to handle. I promise it won't be. Carrie Northey is a licensed funeral director and everything that goes with that, but she also has her own YouTube channel called Carrie the Mortician. She's so much fun, and I know you're going to enjoy this conversation, so sit tight, stay right where you are. The Papa Jeff's America program, we are the talk radio podcast, continuing the conversation one podcast at a time. In today's fun coffee fact, CafeDelirium.com brings us how coffee got its name. Have you ever wondered where this caffeinated drink got its name? It is likely derived from the name of the region where coffee beans were first used by a herder in the 6th or 9th century. Kaffa, its early name, comes from the Kefa zone in southwestern Ethiopia, derived from Kaffa province, which was the name of the region in ancient Abyssinia. From there, the Arabic gave coffee the name Kawa, which was traditionally used to refer to a type of wine. The name of this wine, in turn, came from the verb kahia, meaning to lack hunger. Coffee, because of its reputation as an appetite suppressant, was given this name as well. As coffee passed on to more cultures, their names from the beverage seemed to be derived from whoever picked it up from there. The Ottoman Turkish called it kave, which then the Dutch called it coffee. That makes it likely that the coffee entered the English language from the Dutch name in the late 1500s. And there you go, today's fun coffee fact. Weather in Houston, currently at the airports, Bush Intercontinental 56, Houston Hobby 62, Civic Center Houston, it's 58, and overnight the weatherman is calling for darkness tonight, getting lighter in the early morning hours. All right, all right, some of Papa Jeff's old guy humor, okay? Currently, with light rain showers, it's 54 degrees at the Papa Jeff's America Studios in H-Town, Space City, Houston, Texas, 
We're the city with no limits and home of the 2022 World Series champion Houston Astros. We are Houston Strong. Coming up, Behind the Curtain with Carrie the Mortician. Don't go away. We'll be right back. The Papa Jeff's America program is made possible by contributions from listeners like you. Thank you. If you'd like to buy Papa Jeff a cup of coffee, visit us on the web at coffee.papajeffusa.com because you know how much Papa Jeff loves his coffee. Papa Jeff's America, the talk radio podcast, continuing the conversation one podcast at a time. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Our guest today is, and you're going to love this resume, a licensed funeral director and embalmer, a YouTube vlogger, a business coach and consultant, a mortuary school adjunct professor and student mentor, and most specifically of all, she's a mom. And I think that's the number one thing on the list. Carrie Northy is Carrie the Mortician. Hey, Carrie, welcome to the program. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much. So happy to be here. That's awesome. I, I have... I have perused your video content and you have your YouTube channel is Carrie the Mortician and it is, it is good stuff. And we wanted to share that with our audience. They're always, they're wanting to, to learn new stuff and, and you, you definitely put it out there. I love how you, you share stuff. You, you know, it's, it's, I'll call it the aftercare of the funeral business. It's the behind the curtain. It's the, you're, you're showing us what happens when death happens. And that's a, that's a, a touchy subject for a lot of people. Yes, um, it really is. You've been in the business a long time. Um, and I, I have just from your, your uh, website, 26 years in the business that may have changed and 19 years as a licensed funeral director. Am I close on that? Yes. It's 20 and 27 now. So. 20 and 27. Okay. Yeah. So that's, and that's impressive. That's um, that, that's a, a few long years. time. To, yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's, I, I really enjoy it though, because like, like I said, it, it's the behind the scenes, um, that some people want to know like me, um, I'm, I'm the, uh, and my audience too, you know, we're the, we want to see behind the curtain. As I've said, I've been to the radio station. I've been to the TV station. I've been on the flight deck of a 747. I've been in the airport control tower. I've been in the inside the train locomotive. You know, I, I want to see the behind the scenes stuff. I want to see how stuff works. And you're saying the quiet part about it. And it actually helps in, in my opinion as well. Uh, but what brought you to become a practitioner of the mortuary sciences? I would say. Uh, I started in when I was 16, just working in a funeral home. So it was just a job like any other job, I guess to me, it didn't, because it was a funeral home, wasn't any big deal. Um, I answered door, I answered the phones, I set up the chairs, I broke down the chairs, I did a lot of vacuuming, a lot of typing, and just worked. Um, back then, people had pagers, we didn't have really cell phones to speak, and so someone needed to answer the phones all the time and to give the funeral directors a little reprieve. There was someone in the building every day from nine to nine. And so I took shifts of six hour stretches usually, and that was me and then went off to college and ended up back, um, trying it out as a profession and fell in love with it. Obviously it's, it's worked for you because you've done it a long time. Um, yes. 
that's that's really cool. That's because uh, you right out of college and and went into that where a lot of people try different things <laughs> like me, you know, school bus for 20 years and then paramedic for 10 years and oh, let's try this and let's try this. And so now here I end up, you know, being a podcaster. But what what do you think is the the most valuable uh, personal characteristic that makes a good funeral director? Gosh, it depends what component the person's doing because there's so many different variety of things. And maybe that is the personality type is you have to be able to change your hat very quickly um, because there's so many areas of study that are incorporated, accounting, business, chemistry, anatomy, um, just counseling, public speaking, uh, event planning. There's so many things that you're doing and you have to go from one to one to one to the other, a lot of patients, a lot of organizational skills. So I don't even think the compassion is, is right at the top of the list or the empathy or sympathy or any of it. Um, because if you can't navigate and plan and do all of it, you're going to fail. Even if you're compassionately doing it, you're still going to fail. So you have to have your ducks in a row regardless of anything too. You've got to be able to do it all. You've got to have a lot of different, uh, it's multifaceted for sure. And you probably need to change gears really quickly in, in some cases. And you, the, the funeral director title, that's kind of the that's the, the, the big boss, right? That's, and sometimes the business owner. So that's the one that kind of coordinates everything else. It is. It depends on the state you're in, what your license is going to cover. So some states it's a dual license. So you're an embalmer and a funeral director. Some states you are just a funeral director and, or you can also be a funeral director and embalmer, or you can just be an embalmer or a funeral director. So every state is a little different in terms of what your license covers and what you're doing. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and obviously there's a, probably a, a ladder that you have to climb. You would start as I'm, I'm like you said, at, at when you were 16 and you got into it, you started answering uh, the phones. Like you said, pagers, I remember that well. And, yeah. and, and then, you know, getting into the, somebody's got to go out and do pickups at a time and somebody's got to set up the chairs and somebody's got to make the, you know, the, the flower arrangements, basically whatever anybody, anybody wants for the, um, for, for their service. Um, there's a, there's a stigma that's out there and I suppose it's very easy to get because we live in, in a capitalistic society that we, what one, a lot of people are afraid of death because they don't understand uh, or they, they don't, they're afraid of what happens afterwards because they don't know. Some people have a faith base. Some people don't. Some people just, we go to nothing. Some people, these, the other side um, and, and people don't know. So that's, that's a fear. Um, but some people also have that. Well, now uh, uncle Bill died and now the funeral director is going to take us for a ride. I, I don't think that's true, but you have to have that compassion and have to be able to deal with that person that, that thinks you're out to get them, but you're, you're really not. You provide a service like any other, 
uh, it's a unique service, but it's a necessary service for, for you. Have you ever had any encounters with that, that you're, you know, uncle Bill was the crazy one at, at Thanksgiving dinner, but you know, you're the one that's, that's going to take him for a ride. Have you ever had to handle that? Um, so you mean I'm dealing with kind of the crazy part of the family or the crazy person died? Um, no, the, the family is just, they're, they're, they're leery of, of you as the funeral director. You're there to take their money. They know something has to happen to uncle Bill, but you know, I've heard that we can, and I, and an option in some States, I don't know about any, about all, but you know, some folks opt, they, they have things that are prearranged, which I think is the best. Um, but they, they, they know that, you know, uncle Bill wanted to be cremated or uncle Bill wants to, you know, have a lead line casket or uncle Bill wants to be this or that. And that's already prearranged, but then the family comes in, they're not too sure you give them the options and well, why is this that expensive? And why is this, you know, how do you handle that? Pricing is pricing. Um, everybody's going to have their own opinion and you can't sway their opinion. It's like anything, in this world, if they think you're shady, they're going to come up with how you're shady. Um, so you just may not connect as well with that family and you just have to stick to your guns. And this is our pricing. This is what we're doing. This is what we're providing. Well, why are your prices this? Well, this price is this because of overhead. And this is our bit to, in order to run our business, that's where this base price comes from. We may not be as inexpensive as another funeral home who doesn't have a full facility. They're just a storefront and they don't have staff that's on call 24 seven, or they don't answer their own phones or they don't, you know, there's reasons that pricing are different at different funeral homes. And the media is not our friend when it comes to anything within the business. They're always, we are an easy career or vocation to spin the narrative to a negative. And so we encounter that quite a bit. And we can't sway minds once they're already swayed, but we can try to give a very honest experience to the family and be very transparent. And when there's transparency, they can't argue. You can't, you don't give them room to argue with what you're doing when you're transparent, when the numbers are all there, everything's on the table they can't really argue with what's happening because there's no behind the scenes. Um, that's one of the reasons for my channel is just to help consumers advocate for themselves to honestly know when someone might not be telling you full truth. Embalming is never a law. Um, you know, you can change your prearrangement in some states. Mm-hmm. You have to have your family sign for your cremation in some states. You can put someone else in charge of your services that's not a family member in some states. So it's understanding what your rights and things are for yourself. And if you can't take the time to figure it out for yourself, it's not up to me to figure it out for you. Right. So, you know, if people care, then, then do the due diligence, do your work, figure out what you need for yourself and how to get there. Because when the person is dead is too late in a lot of instances, because you're not going to want to figure it out at that time. And you're not going to believe everything that's being told to you at that time. And so if you care and you don't want to be taken advantage of, or you want to ensure that what's being said to you is the truth, then 
do your due diligence ahead of time and find out the rules and laws of your state so you know and can be confident with what you're doing and deciding. Just like everything else. It's uh, just like everything else. Exactly. You you did your due diligence to find out, you know, who does the best uh, you know, brake job for your car. You should do your due diligence on the funeral business as well. Because it's right. you're you're going to need that business one at some time. Uh it's it's going to happen. And you know, death and taxes, as they say. And yes. that's uh that's that's just gonna happen. Now you do uh, something called coffee with Carrie, um, a weekly chat. I've seen some episodes of that. That's very cool. Tell me about that. So I started just wanting to answer questions live with people and doing a live series and, you know, catchy terms are always great. And so, and I love coffee. Um, so I just started doing a coffee with Carrie where people could feel like they were sitting with me, talking with me, listening to me, asking me questions in real time. And so I was doing it once a week for a while, then it just got hard to schedule and and plan. So, um, it's kind of a pop-up sporadic and I do it all throughout the day because I have viewers from so many different time zones that I want it to be accessible to everybody at some point. Um, but I'll take questions that people have submitted via email and mm-hmm. I'll usually go live for about 45 minutes to an hour and just answer questions, talk, update a little on what I'm working on, but just answer all sorts of questions. And once I got doing that and even just a few episodes in, you could see the people that had not ever been on one before and the common questions that everyone was asking. And it just shows how the most common questions that people carry throughout their life Mm -hmm. about the business. And they would repetitively be asked every single, and I still, to this day, you know, six years in, I don't know how many years I've been doing the coffee, at least four years, probably it's the same questions. People just post the same questions. And so I've created links in the description of the video ahead of time that people can go just click on those to answer some of those because it became a redundant show when I was answering the same questions over and over. And so um, it's, it's been fun. I've gotten to know and see a lot of the same people. The fact that there is a bank of people that no matter when I go on, no matter what time of day or evening they get on when I go on and that they want to hear what I have to say is mind blowing to me. Still, it is humbling, mind blowing. And just the fact that people feel they know me so well from my videos and from what I've done that they are so excited to get on that live video with me because it's me live and they feel like I'm there with them and that I'm, you know, connecting with them during that time. So it's it's pretty amazing. It's pretty uh, hard to wrap my mind around a lot of times, but yeah, coffee with Carrie has become a staple and um, two minute Tuesdays has become a staple. Those are my two kind of main series that I do along with a whole bunch of other series. So, well, everybody's going to watch for that, including me. And so you, you may see Papa Jeff's America pop up in the, in your, in your chat one night and I'll, I'll try to be a good guy. I try not to ask one of the redundant (laughs) questions. Yeah. What do do you remove organs from the body? No, no embalmer does that. I remember seeing that on one of the videos. Nope. We don't do that. We don't do that. No, 
the medical examiner might do that, but they're going to send it along back with the body. And that's, no, we don't do that. Correct. So what's, what's in the works coming up? Anything new for, for Carrie Northy? Oh my goodness. Always a million balls in the air, like oh, a yeah. million, um, you know, just more, more of some of the same expanding on some of the series that I'm doing um, and in trying to do more of those, I got three topics for podcasts that I, it's just learning a new platform and take, you know, having the time to learn a new platform mm -hmm. to do some podcasting um, and expanding out with that. I've got three books that I've started a fiction and nonfiction and a children's book. Oh, it's taking time to work on those. So I get a lot of ideas and then throw the ball in the air. And it's whenever I circle back to that ball to work on it again, essentially. Um, yeah, there's so many in the February, I start teaching my first class for fine college of mortuary science Yay. that's in the Boston area. So I'm super excited to get to do that. I love working with students. I love teaching and helping them grow. You learn so much yourself by working with students. And so it's a self-growth thing for me, but I have to learn how to teach in that way. And I have to learn that class. And so that's super fun. But like this next week, I'm going back to my first alma mater, um, Albion College here in Michigan. It's a small liberal arts college about an hour and a half away and going back to speak to a communications class for a two hour lecture there. And I just love doing that. I love being approachable and I like sharing my journey and helping people understand that funeral directors are not stereotypical what they were 50 years ago. No. And I'm not scary. I'm not a male. Um, I'm not stuffy. I'm pretty vibrant once you get to know me. And it's, it's nice to give a different narrative to the term and to the label essentially. And you are very, you're very knowledgeable, very approachable. And you're also very, your communication skills are great. And I think that's, that's oh, thank you. Def definitely helped you on, on where you are today. And we're looking forward to everything new that you do in addition to everything that you've been working on. Um, the listeners can keep up with you um, and get in contact with you. Your YouTube channel is Carrie the Mortician, K-A-R-I, the Mortician. Mortician. Um, you're on Instagram, Facebook. Your website is CarrieTheMortician.com. And guys, you can email Carrie at Carrie, K-A-R-I, at CarrieTheMortician.com. Carrie, thank you so much for being with us. Everything for how to get them to get in contact with you will be in the show notes. We definitely appreciate you coming on. You're awesome. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you so much, Papa Jeff. Appreciate it. This is the Papa Jeff's America program. We are the talk radio podcast, continuing the conversation one podcast at a time. Thanks for joining us today for the Papa Jeff's America program. 
check out more episodes of the Talk Radio podcast at PapaJeffUSA.com. And be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're on all the major platforms. We've designed PapaJeffUSA.com as your home for everything Papa Jeff. It's available anytime on any device. Please help us get the word out by sharing our broadcast with all of your social media followers because sharing is caring. And speaking of caring, want to help us support the program? You can help us coffee up. Just go to our website and click on the Buy Me a Coffee link. Or you can also go to coffee.papajeffusa.com because you all know how much Papa Jeff loves his coffee. And since COVID-19 is still with us, remember to heed the CDC, federal, state, and local COVID-19 guidelines. If you haven't yet been vaccinated or boosted, please check with your healthcare provider so that you can see what's right for you. There's a lot of misinformation out there. And let's all do the right thing and take care of each other. Remember, disagree doesn't mean dislike. We're all in this together. Thanks again for joining us today. And next time, bring a friend with you. We're looking forward to seeing you next time on the Talk Radio Podcast, continuing the conversation one podcast at a time.